Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. So I've been getting really frustrated with myself over the last few days because I still have my four-year-old home with me until preschool starts next week. And as a result, my days have been chaotic. I've been piecing together random childcare here and there and some days just winging it entirely and working while watching him, which means a lot of screen time and not a lot accomplished off my to-do list. And as you all know by now, I really like it when I can cross things off my to-do list, hence the frustration, right? I know logically that this is a very short period of time in the scheme of life, right? These couple of weeks. But I struggle to let go of the need to get things done all the time. And I've alluded to this before, like this stuff runs deep, right? Especially for me. So I was curious why. And I came to find out that this type of thinking has a name and it's extremely common in our culture. It's called linear thinking, and it's this check the box, get to the finish line as soon as possible mentality. It's a very systematic, analytical thought process that follows a step-by-step progression similar to a straight line. And in our minds, that straight line leads to a destination. As long as we do what we're supposed to do, and I'm saying this in air quotes here, to stay on that path. Linear thinkers will often view a problem as a process with a set starting point that follows a sequence of connected cycles, ultimately leading to a solution. It's a thinking process based on rationality, logic, and rules. But the problem with this is that we all know that life is not based on rationality, logic, and rules as much as we want it to. It feels good to us when everything makes sense. As long as we follow the rules or the plan that we put in place for us, everything will be fine. And we want to know ahead of time what it's going to look like. So we look for inspiration from others who we perceive to have been successful at whatever challenge that we're currently facing. As we know, the way we do one thing in our lives is generally the way we do everything. So this type of thinking can be really pervasive. So... Here's a few examples, like dieting is one. Maybe we want to lose a few pounds. So we look for inspiration on Instagram and we see that somebody lost 20 pounds in a month by following this keto diet or Whole30. So we decide that we're going to do this too. We attempt to follow a very strict plan with a goal in mind for how this is going to look at the end. As long as we keep checking those boxes every single day and we eat exactly what we're supposed to eat every single day. And it might work for a period of time, but we all know that something so restrictive is really hard to maintain and eventually we'll fall off the wagon and start eating the Oreos again. 
and we're right back to where we started. But now we feel more frustration because we think that we're the problem. Another example with this um, that is important to address here is with our money journeys. Like how many books are out there with titles that lure us into a plan to get from where we are now to some linear destination as long as we follow certain rules or guidelines, right? Books like How to Get Rich, I Will Teach You to Be Rich, The Millionaire Fast Lane, The Automatic Millionaire, titles like this are what I'm talking about. Like, granted, I haven't read all of these books, and I'm sure they offer a lot of insight and education, but the titles alone imply that if we follow what the author teaches us and we move through the checklist, just like they did, we think, that we should expect to have millions of dollars at some point. And once we do, that our lives will be perfect and we'll finally be happy and all of our problems will go away. I think the reason there's so many books out there promising this straight line of progress is that our brains are wired this way. As humans, we're naturally inclined to think from a linear perspective. Incremental change, little by little, will get you to your destination, right? And we first learn this in school, where we need to apply logic in this very direct and progressive way. And it makes sense. We need to start small and build off that knowledge to grow. But what I think we're missing in all of this is that it can create this expectation that life is going to be this way. And it's not. I see life as this roller coaster of ups and downs with a general trend up over time. Kind of like the stock market. If anyone's ever looked at that like long-term chart, the trend is up. But there's lots and lots of ups and downs on the path, right? Sometimes lots of ups followed by even more downs, then more ups, then more downs, right? but the general trend is forward. This is one of the hardest lessons that I have ever had to learn. I struggle with it still every single day. I think, honestly, like now, it's because kids came around and I've started to realize that I'm not in control anymore. But when we're in control, linear thinking is a little bit easier, right? Because there's essentially no other obstacle. It's just you. The older I get in the more life that I experience, I'm realizing that we're never actually in control as much as we think we are or as much as we want to be. Life just isn't linear. Some moments you might feel like you're crushing it, like you've got it all figured out, right? And then other moments you're knocked down several pegs and you're trying to rebuild your way back. It's one step forward, two or three sometimes steps back. Where linear thinking, I think, can get really dangerous is when we're constantly expecting to be further along on this imaginary line of progress than we maybe actually are, right? Like, all this is doing, in my mind, is identifying what we haven't done instead of what we have done and labeling ourselves. Like, we're not good enough if we're not at a certain point along this line. And then what we do is we use that to compare ourselves to somebody else. Like we get into thinking that everybody should have this straight line of progress in their lives and we beat ourselves up if we perceive ourselves to not be as far along as somebody else is on their line. And it just makes you think, right? Like why does this line even have to exist? And it doesn't. It's just in our heads. 
so what can we do about this? Society has trained us to think in this linear way, but we don't have to. So I think one thing we can do is understand how nonlinear thinkers think. So nonlinear thinkers, and I honestly don't think that one person is linear or nonlinear, by the way, side note, I think that we think both, but I think we can learn to tap into the nonlinear thinking side of our brain, right? So nonlinear thinkers tend to think outside the lines and sometimes use more unconventional methods to solve problems. This is not following a straight line of steps to reach a conclusion. Like, what if instead of thinking of life as this checklist that always needs to get done, but never actually is done, we stopped beating ourselves up for falling off this self-imposed plan, and we allowed ourselves to let life be a little more gray and uncertain or messy, God forbid, right? Or what if we just went crazy and said, it's okay to take three steps back on our imaginary line of progress because life, right? Sometimes there are circumstances that are totally out of our control. I beg to say a lot of times there are circumstances totally out of our control. Like when my preschooler starts school or how somebody else reacts to something, whatever that is. The big point I want to make in all of this is how important it is to become aware of our thinking patterns, first of all. And secondly, to give ourselves massive amounts of self-compassion. Because if I continue to fuel my frustration at myself for not being ridiculously productive every day, like being a bully to myself, essentially, and constantly saying I'm not good enough, then I just keep this cycle of feeling bad about myself going. But being kind to myself allows me to realize that this isn't a race. This is all about being flexible and going with the flow more and viewing challenges as something that makes us stronger, not sets us back on this imaginary line of progress. The journey is the destination. So whatever you're dealing with right now, give yourself a break. And please know that you are making progress every day in some capacity, no matter what. And it's never going to look like a straight line. Okay, you guys, thanks for listening today. Uh, if you like this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend. And um, as always, it would be amazing if you could write me a review on Apple Podcasts because that's how I can reach more people. Thanks so much, you guys. I'll talk to you next time.